Pass. I'm Troy. And I'm Chris. What are we talking about today, Chris? Well, while we're saying hello to uh, our listeners, uh, someone's saying bye. Uh, it's Ben Affleck saying goodbye to the role of Batman. So he recently uh, announced, this is kind of rumored, you know, there's been some leaks about like kind of like the future of the, the DC cinematic universe. Um, but he's kind of put, you know, something on the record with that, talking about his time and what this um, appearance in The Flash will look like. And it sounds like he's pretty much saying bye to the role. Man, for me, I'm, I'm pretty sad about that because I thought he did there at sometimes, you know, he did the best he could with what he had. But I remember when he first got announced as being cast as Batman, I was like, this is perfect. He's a perfect Bruce Wayne. He's going to be a really dope Batman. But everything that's kind of happened with the Snyder universe, it kind of makes sense for him to, and everything that went on in his life during the shooting of the films and everything kind of, it makes sense that this might be his last film. Yeah, I mean, even though he's he he's said that, like to to be quite honest, like you know, he was not even really supposed to be here. <laughs> like you know, they uh, could like they had previously announced, like, hey, you know, I'm not gonna be playing Batman anymore and stuff like that. Um, and we've kind of gotten two extra appearances of him as Batman with the extra photography in the Snyder cut, and then also we're gonna be getting him and the flash movie and the fact that the flash really is going to be about like kind of opening the um the multiverse of the dc you know cinematic universe it's like kind of leaves it open to be like hey like yes there might be some finality to his interpretation of the role but with the way things have been going and stuff like that there he can come back (laughs) Hey, we, we've had three Spider-Man this year already. You know, we could get Ben Affleck back another time. Dude, I thought, you know, again, don't catch any stray spoilers. So we're going to be talking about, like, spoilers of other movies. But, you know, I think if uh, you haven't seen Spider-Man by this point, you know, I think that's on you. Uh, but, yeah, I thought I'd never <laughs> see uh, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man again. And last time we saw him was 14 years ago. So oh I think it's it's completely possible to see Ben as Batman again. I think, but you know, I think what was cool about like the quotes he gave, you know, he, you know, just to kind of give you guys like an idea, you know, exactly what he said. You know, he said, um, "I have never said this. This is hot off the presses, but maybe my favorite scenes in terms of Batman and the interpretation of Batman that I've done were in the Flash movie." I said, "I hope." I hope they maintain the integrity of what we did because I thought it was great and really interesting, different, but not in a way that's incongruent with the character, Uh, which sounds awesome. You know, it's great that he can go from an experience like of Justice League, you know, making that movie, which, you know, he has said and a lot of people have said like, hey, this was pretty much my worst experience making a movie to a place where he's like, hey, like I got to. I figured it out. I think I've figured out how to play this version of Batman and I can't wait for you guys to see it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he was, I remember specifically in Batman versus Superman, there are some scenes where I don't feel like it really clicked for him or for his character, or maybe it's the way they edited the film. But I feel like now he's like, hopefully now, especially from these quotes, he's, 
locked in and like this is exactly what this character would do and you know he probably feels really comfortable doing some improv scenes because uh, he's really feeling the character and he's more at peace with stuff that's happening in his personal life than he was during all that other filming too yeah I mean there obviously there was some like deep personal things going on also professional things I think what um, you know a lot of that cast really rode for Zack Snyder. So Zack going through the personal tragedy he had to go through fighting with the studio then having to deal with what Josh Whedon was doing with the movie. Um, it probably was like a terrible experience for everyone. Um, and he said that and like what's crazy is that he's been, you know, even though he's, you know, real life pretty young, he's been, you know, making movies for, you know, close to like, you know, 30 years so the fact that he's like hey like this movie i made only a couple years ago is probably like the the worst experience i've had (laughs) making a movie is pretty telling of that experience um but it's good that he gets to come back and kind of give fans kind of a send-off of his interpretation of the character now that i think about it he probably would have played batman the most in live action out of all the people that have played batman in the movies you have BBS, you have Suicide Squad, Justice, oh, Squad, yeah, and Flash. So that's four times. I think everyone else is kind of capped out at three. I mean, Suicide Squad's more of a cameo than anything, it's an appearance, you know. <laughs> I gotta count it just because, like, you know, um, he was pretty dope in that. I mean, it's a cameo, but it was like pretty, like. To see him, like, uh, catch the Joker and stuff like that, it was pretty cool. So, I counted, because I thought it was All right. mean. Hey, if they release the full cut of that movie, and he's in it more, I'll, I'll, I'll count it even more, but... Release the air cut. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I also gotta admit, I have to respect, I would say, that maybe the maturity or the professionalism that he had in that situation to where he said, hey, my heart's not in this Batman movie, and I got to step away from it because, like you said, you got to be all in and loving it. And he just wasn't at that time. And, you know, now we're getting the Robert Patterson Batman movie. And that one looks really good and very excited for that. So uh, I got to give him respect for, you know, letting the art be what it can fully be and not trying to be someone to hold it back. Yeah. And kind of talking about sort of like, having that professionalism and kind of having those moments and, and saying goodbye to the role. Is there like a favorite Batfleck moment you've had in these movies? Man. Um, I really like the scenes with him and Alfred. Uh, when they're just like in the Batcave and they're talking and, you know, Batman, Ben Affleck's kind of feeling like, oh, I have to go to war about a couple of things or, you know, I have to take down uh, Superman and Alfred kind of like, it's a little bit of his conscience, but Batman's still just being just a badass and working out and building all the tech and stuff. That That's right up there with when he first meets Clark Kent. I'd say like those two, those two kind of scenes. Yeah, I'm glad you picked that one because that leaves the warehouse scene to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, like it's you know it's low hanging fruit, but it's just awesome. Uh, 
I mean, uh, like seeing the trailer to the Batman movie, you see some like really cool scenes and stuff like that. And I'm excited to see the action in that. But there is like nothing that tops action wise or fight choreography wise that warehouse scene. I was literally, I didn't even care that he kind of like killed like three or four people. (laughs) I was like, in this instance, I'll let the whole, you know, Batman being a murderer slide because it's just awesome. And, like, when he stabs that dude against the wall and just walks up to him and, like, punches him in, like, the gut. It's just all awesome, you know? And then when he kicks the the grenade into the, like, the crate and stuff like that and those dudes obviously die, I was like, this, yes, yes. It made me feel like I was watching a live-action version of the Arkham games. And I was like, this is how Batman needs to fight. And I was, like, I was kind of, like, I felt, how scared everyone was in the room they're like yeah they were fighting him but they were also like you know being beaten within an inch of their lives which uh which kind of really speaks to kind of like that interpretation of the role which is like you know very inspired by the dark knight returns and um that was the moment where i was like yes he's batman and i want to see this batman in his own movie and do this for a full movie we never got that but you know i am happy to you know, turn on BVS, the ultimate edition, just to watch that in 4K for those, like, you know, two to three minutes. I mean, it's an intense scene, man. I mean, I remember thinking, like, okay, this, I heard it was going to be a different interpretation, and it was maybe not some people's favorites, but I was expecting, like, okay, this is going to be, like, a hand-to-hand fight, you know, someone's going to get disarmed here or there, and then, like, that scene pops out, and it's like, dude, people just died like when he's trying to retrieve the kryptonite in that movie he's like yeah i just flipped over four cars and all those people in those cars are probably dead oh no for sure they're dead (laughs) (laughs) and there's no like oh man that happened it's just like no we're gonna keep going on you know i think it was really interesting that they put his this interpretation of batman we first saw it after robin's died and he's so you know extreme and dark and we're never going to get that backstory or anything else with robin which is you know a little bit of a little little but i am excited to see how ben affleck has wrapped up this role and kind of come to peace with it and like he says he hopes they keep it all of what he put in the in this film in it i hope they do too because it sounds like he's very passionate about what he was able to bring to it. Yeah, and I, I'm sure the reason he came back was that pitch. I'm sure they gave him a script. I was like, hey, you know, obviously you're coming back for, you know, the Snyder Cut, and that in a way is a way to kind of say goodbye and stuff, but, like, why don't we give you a true send-off? And, you know, hearing Andrew Garfield talk about, like, hey, you know, that saving MJ moment is kind of what sold him on coming back as Spider-Man in No Way Home. I'm sure there's going to be a moment like that in The Flash that really, like, you watch it and you're like, maybe it doesn't give us the entire backstory, but it gives us enough emotionally where you're like, yes, this is this is what I needed. And now I can finally put this interpretation to rest. And now I can enjoy um, whatever's next. And what is next seems pretty exciting from some of like what's been reported and stuff like that um but you know at this point we've only seen like 
a minute <laughs> of the movie. So there, there's it's hard to kind of like put those, uh, put any like true like hard to guess guess as, Yeah, guesses as to what's gonna happen. But for you, obviously, we're both big Flash friends. Uh, we both love the Flashpoint storyline. Um, for you, like, what would you like to see? this movie do for the DC universe? I mean, I feel like this is the, like, reset button that they're about to hit in this movie, and I don't I don't think they're really going to show what's going to kind of, what their game plan is after this. So, I think just in this movie, man, I'd want to see as many interpretations of the Flash as possible. Like, we get Barry... But I would very much like to see my favorite Flash, Wally, show up somewhere. And, you know, just some really cool Speed Force going on with it. Because uh, we got to see some stuff like that in Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. But we can, I feel like we can tap a little bit more into it and there can be some more creativity around it in uh, a Flash movie. What I'll say uh, for me, I mean, this is not more like the wider universe. I just want to say like one like thing, being that we're on the topic of Batman. If Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck share the screen in this movie, I think it's probably going to like have like <laughs> like there's going to be like an earthquake in theaters across the, the world. So I'll just say that that's like one like wish listing um, in terms of the universe, to be quite honest, like. It's kind of like a, a Justice League thing. I think Justice League was made at a point where um, Warner Brothers was being, or Time Warner was being acquired by AT&T. So there was a lot of pressure and a lot of changes were made to that movie. And the reason we got Zack Snyder's Justice League is because there are new people in charge that kind of was like, oh, let's push through this interpretation. Um I think there are going to be some exciting things that open up the DC universe, but also I'm not really like going to be like as important as I felt this movie was a year ago. Um, I don't think it's as important now because, you know, if with the new discovery deal with discovery merging with Warner, I think the people making decisions about the DC universe are going to be completely different probably in a year or two. So what happens in the flash now and kind of the plans for the universe could completely change in a year. It's not like a Kevin Feige situation where it's like, Hey, we're buying you, but we kind of want you to still do what you're doing. And we're going to support that. If the flash has a, a tepid response, or let's say there's a huge fan outcry to get more Ben Affleck as Batman and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if, um, those things happen and, and I think the Flash what it'll do is it'll give DC a license to be like hey this really happened this didn't happen this works but that doesn't work so we could get rid of that and stuff like that um, what it's probably going to feel like you know is going to be like days of future past or it's going to be awesome and it's probably going to clean up the timeline but immediately after the next movie is going to make you more confused because you're like, wait, you've made things more confusing <laughs> instead of like <laughs> cleaning it up. Uh, so I feel like you know, a clean save after that movie. But because of the nature of like, like where Warner Brothers is, the corporate structure and stuff like that, I think the next movie or, you know, the next TV show is going to make things even more confusing. And then in another couple of years, we'll probably get another reset. 
Maybe. I got one question for you, though, man. Yeah. Go ahead. For, for 14 years ago, Tobey Maguire, uh, Maguire was Spider-Man, and now he's Spider-Man again. 14 years from now, are we going to get Ben Affleck as old Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond movie? I think that would be fun, man. Um, And what I was going to bring up earlier, too, like, you know, it'd be cool to see him in live action again, but I think HBO Max or, you know, Warner right now hasn't taken advantage of the adult animation aspect of things. Like, we've seen what Invincible has been able to do. We saw what Castlevania was able to do. Um, The Witcher has, like, an animated, you know, sequel slash prequel series. I don't watch The Witcher, but I know there's an animated series on Netflix now. So I think there's, like, an opportunity to, like, hey, if you, you know, went up to Ben Affleck and was like, hey, um, you know that script you had for a Batman movie? Let's make it an animated series. Or, you know, um, let's expand the Snyderverse into, like, animated movies, being that, you know, some of the actors are getting a little older, some have moved on to other things, like... Let's, you know, bring that back. Uh, So, yeah, like, I do think, like, there's an opportunity. And as we, as time goes on, you know, these, you know, these corporations are like, hey, nostalgia sells very easy. Like, No Way Home is one of the biggest movies ever made. So I wouldn't be surprised if we got to the point where, you know, Robert Pattinson is three movies in and they're like, hey, this dark and gritty stuff is cool, but, you know, let's punch a hole through the timeline and really sell some tickets and have, like, five Batman. Let's bring back Christian Bale. <laughs> let's bring back Michael Keaton again. Let's figure out a way to get Val Kilmer back. You know what? Hell, let's bring back George Clooney. Let's do it all. Yeah, they could bring everyone back as, like, a different, you know, version of the Bat, have, like, the laughing Batman and all that stuff. Yeah, Um, it's exciting. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's as important now because, you know, um, for me, I'm excited that like a a proper media company is going to own or be a part of Warner where they can kind of make more like decisions based on like, hey, like, how do we build this media company versus like, let's sell more phones. Like, I think (laughs) some like it will create an environment where it's like more streamlined, a little bit closer to kind of like what. Um, Disney is doing with Star Wars and Marvel so I'm excited about that but it's going to take some time so uh, for me I'm going to be excited to see the Flash but in terms of like big picture I know that plan is although they may have something they think is set in stone like the way you know corporate mergers and takeovers work is usually you know the people in charge change and people want you know to put their their name on things so I wouldn't be surprised if um the plans change, like, even though this is supposed to be a reset button. Yeah, we'll see. It's, like you said, it doesn't happen until it happens, and we've got a while till the Flash comes out, and then a while until anything else new is probably uh, announced, because we got other DC movies in the pipeline, but all that still stuff it could change, so we'll have to wait and see. Yep, and what's not subject to change is us doing this podcast in anytime soon. So what we need you guys to do is like, rate, review the podcast, subscribe to it if you can, share it with your friends, um, let them know what you love about the podcast. It's been awesome to kind of get to this point where we hit 10 episodes, so we definitely want to continue. And thank you guys for the support. Thank you, everyone. Please. Keep listening. Keep telling us what you'd like to have on uh, our podcast. And we'll see you guys later this week. Bye. Boom.
bada boom to Ben Affleck as Batman.